Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, March is National Nutrition Month, but the end of free meals at school, the expiration of SNAP benefits, and even inflation has left about 25 million Americans facing food insecurity. There are several groups working to make the meals more affordable and to restore some of those school lunch programs, including the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Joining us, Jamie Bustle, Senior Program Officer at the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Welcome to KMOX, Jamie. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So for people, they've probably heard of the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation before. (laughs) I know the foundation does a lot, but can you encapsulate what the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation is all about? Sure. So the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation is the nation's largest health philanthropy. And we are on a bold, ambitious journey to help build a culture of health in America. And for us, that means that everyone, no matter who you are, where you live, how much money you have, color of your skin, everybody has a fair and just opportunity to live the best, healthiest life possible. So let's talk about food insecurity among the nation's children. What does it look like in 2023? How bad is it? So I'll say, you know, today more than 25 million people in the U.S. do not have enough nutritious foods to eat on a regular basis. Um, And we know that when kids and families cannot access or afford nutritious foods, they're at a much higher risk of a range of health conditions, including things like heart disease, diabetes, obesity, and the severe consequences for kids' health and well-being can last throughout their lives. Um, In addition, you know, we've seen, as you referenced, a number of really important policies that were put in place at the outset of the COVID pandemic to really ensure that kids, people had enough to eat at a time when, you know, millions were struggling and facing loss of jobs and income. Unfortunately, and despite some pretty strong, good early evidence of just how powerful these policies were, um, they have... all expired. Um, And so again, they were temporary measures like universal school meals that were put in place during the pandemic. And despite how successful they were in feeding people and lifting people out of poverty, Congress did not renew them. And so we are continuing to push for um, advancing a pathway to things like free healthy school meals, um, to things like higher SNAP benefits, uh, which we believe should be reinstated, and to expanding and making permanent you know, other provisions like the child tax credit. You're working with the USDA. What is the USDA doing as it looks at school nutrition uh, standards? Mm-hmm. So more than 30 million students participate in uh, the school meals program every day. And for many of those kids, it's important to note that these meals are often their most consistent source of healthy food. USDA is proposing some updated, upgraded nutrition standards that would really make school meals healthier than they've ever been. To give you a sense of some of the specifics, 
these um, potential or proposed standards include things like limiting the amount of added sugar, and that's for the first time ever that there would be um, a standard like that. In addition, things like reducing sodium and encouraging more whole grains in the program. And some states are doing more than others uh, when it comes to school nutrition. What about Illinois and Missouri? You know, so I'll say that um, the states that have actually enacted legislation um, making free school meals for all kids permanent are California, Colorado, and Maine. Um, But other states are considering this as well Um, and the fact that it should be universal although I can't specifically comment on where those deliberations are happening um, in Missouri and Illinois. I think it's fair to say that those kinds of conversations are happening across the board. And the point is that we have bright spots and we have exemplars to look at around how states have done this, but we don't want um, the message to be lost on the importance of federal um, intervention and that these federal nutrition programs, whether we're talking about school food, um, SNAP, WIC, but they should be maintaining broader eligibility criteria, streamlined enrollment, expanded options, increased, you know, benefit amounts. And again, one of those really important um, pieces is around finding a way, a pathway to free healthy school meals for all across America. Jamie Bussell is a senior program officer at the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. You can get more information on, on their work by going to rwjf.org. Jamie, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.